Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages once again, coming to you live from Four Day Ray in Fishers. Welcome to another edition of Boomers with Beverages. It is great to have you along. As it's we great to be here. Get ready to go on a, another award-winning podcast, I, I, guys. I mean, every day I step outside, people are you're you're Jim Burroughs with Boomers with Beverages, aren't you? <laughs> And it's just, it just blows me away. I don't know about you guys, but... Yeah, I get it all the time. Is that right before the perp walk? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I was going to say, it's right before they say, you've been served. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Just when you, when you get home. Good call, good call. But it's great to see you guys. Uh, welcome back. Thanks uh, for joining us on this podcast yes. as we, uh, again, are pro- pod- <clears throat> podcasting. Yeah. I was going to say podcasting. Is that something different, podcasting? Yes. Yeah, Is something new? You're, you're laying on me. <laughs> get off me. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Well, I have, I have an impression crazy. of you on my back. Get yeah, off me. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Again, podcasting from uh, Four Day Ray in uh, downtown Fishers, Indiana. Thanks to Brian and all the staff here for uh, allowing us again the opportunity to uh, to be here to do our podcast in this uh, fantastic facility, this uh, brewery, gastropub, many many things going on here on any given day. If you've never been to uh, Four Day Ray and you want to have some great food. Uh, great beverages, uh, great atmosphere, good time. Indeed. Highly recommend it. So. And interestingly, Four Day Ray is open seven days a week. It is. So It wow. is. Does not, not, does, don't be confused. Does We're not back have here the, in the brewery. Uh, does not have the stigma that Ray, who decided to call off every Friday, had. So. I'd say well, there, Ray, there's Ray a will show a brilliance there. I'll Ray will show up one of those. four days of those seven. We just don't know what days we they do are. Not. So. Right. We so. do not. Absolutely. We do not. Do you mean in a row? No, no. It's good, uh, good to see Artie back, Artie Widry. Hey, I'm glad to be back. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm looking at these big old uh, vats here, and we, I think the sound inside of those would be really good. We all each ought to get in one <laughs> and just do the whole show from inside those. It would be right, interesting. Yeah. I that think would the be sound, really cool. Art will need it's to bring longer spatial. cables, but longer you know, cables. I think it, it sounds spatial, wouldn't it? And I'm Isn't sure that spatial? It's very spatial. We probably yes. need uh, I'm spatial. some are breathing spatial? devices, right? right. <laughs> I like spatial sound. Pete Molina, how are you? I'm doing great. I, I almost didn't make it here today. I, I don't know if, if I'm the only one. Yes, you are. I'm That's the only okay. Pete Molina. Okay. But shopping at certain places is getting so much more difficult. Ah. I was at CVS, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I had to park like a mile away because everybody has these protected spots. There's like new moms, expectant mm. moms, yes. women who are thinking about becoming moms. Guys who think they can become moms. Do they have a space for women who want to become moms now, and they're like in their cars? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Wow, they're popular. So, you know, yes. I mean, and then and then you got the handicap parking, so yeah, we, we appropriately need that. So. Right. Then, then you got the pharmacy pickup mm-hmm. thing, and then you got the online orders. I mean, sooner or later, if you're not in one of those uh, special groups, you're going to just have to Uber it to to wherever you want to go. The handicap and the and the pregnant. Uh, yeah, that, I, I, I totally don't have a problem with that. With that. Yeah. yeah, some yeah, of the others, it's, it's, it seems yes. like it's a bit of a stretch. It's man. also tough post-pandemic too, because you have a lot of these places that have uh, pickup, drive-up, yeah, and they have dedicated lanes for that oh, now. Yeah. So a lot of those parking yeah. spaces, especially like at Target, places like that, they've got huge areas designated for those. So they're all that parking's gone. But yeah, I get you when it comes to you're you're going way down the list now. All of a sudden, it's just. Uh, you know, or maybe I'm just a grumpy old man. I don't know. I know the well, CVS that, that too. It could be both. It, it, yeah. But you got it that going be, for you. You're it. a little cranky. I know the CVS by my house had a parking spot that said people who watched the Colts suck last Sunday. <laughs> so 
There was a lot of people vying for that spot, <laughs> unfortunately. So. And they need fewer of those as the game went uh, on. Let's hope. Let's hope. That Dan Davis, it. it's good to, good to see you as always. It is good to be seen as always. Dan is our, you know, I, I'll tell you what, the, the work Dan does behind the scenes, because sometimes he takes these, uh, these podcasts and, and makes the, the, the ones that just need a little bit of shine just sparkle that much more. So well, thank you so much. We, it's we, a pleasure. We appreciate Dan. Now that he's left his teaching career and has nothing to do. Nothing at all. <laughs> no, I just sit twiddling my thumbs. Really? Until, no. You seem busy. I am very busy. He is busy. I'm busier, yeah. I, I, now that I'm no longer working full time, I'm busier than I think I've ever been. Isn't that so, interesting? Yeah, but that's one of the things you want to do now. Well, that is true. Yeah, too. and you got a grandbaby. And I do. That's yeah. a good thing, though, because, you know, a lot of times uh, you, you'll hear the sad stories about people when they retire, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go well. Yeah. Because they don't keep busy. And, and you, exactly. You really have to, especially the brain, oh, you yeah. know, the mind. you got to keep active that yeah. way, not just physically, but mentally, too, is important. So, what? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> what? And I, and I not can, not what? you. You're, you're already gone. <laughs> you are. You are gone. What? And I, I, can, I concur with Dan. I'm, I'm uh, pretty much retired as well. I say semi-retired because I work part-time and you don't uh, drive just, the truck anymore no that's true you do and, see that, but, but i have semi, no, I, semi I, retired he's he's retired from the no uh, one ever gets that joke I'm but i'm i'm i keep trying yeah but that's why <laughs> we have trying. art behind the scenes because he can <laughs> add a little laugh add track, the track. Yeah. exactly yes from Thanks. all the from we all the people that, that recorded that, that back in the 50s that are dead now <laughs> you know so so you are, yeah i guess you are but you still keep busy though you got oh yeah i'm you're so, playing tennis all the time yeah i'm so busy now i had no i have no idea how i kept a regular job yeah it's isn't that interesting? It, right? always, it really is. I mean, yeah. I, there are no days that go by where I don't feel like I have a pretty full plate. I'm not I'm not over you know overworked or anything or over busy, but I I, have, I enjoy a very full life. Got a lot of activities, a lot of things going on, and and I like it that way. Excellent. We are sampling uh, some of Four Day Ray's uh, draft beers. Uh, mine today is the Orange Creamsicle Blonde, which is yummy, mm-hmm. and uh, it does make you think of. Uh, Summer, as uh, summer kind of winds down this, uh, this, this time as we're doing our podcast. But still, it's a great, great taste. So if you come here, you want oh. something lighter. Uh, has that little, uh, if you're familiar with Langenkugel Summer Shandy. Oh, I love that. But mm. this, is, this is their orange creamsicle for four day. Week. And it's delicious. It is amazing stuff. Very cool. So, uh, Dan, what do you got? I'm doing the <clears throat> Mystic Ember. Sorry. I think actually I, I did that last time we were here, but it is so very good. You did like so it though, right? And I you liked also, it a lot. You tried, yes. a, you tried one that you weren't the, real sure about, but you yeah, were the ha- hot pink strawberry rhubarb jalapeno blonde. <laughs> yes, which is my. You had that name. last week. I did have that last, last week. Yes, last you time play, we were here, you and it was that, very good. If you play that beer and Scrabble on one turn, the game's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can come close. Exactly. <laughs> Super Califragilistic. It's all done. Already, what do you got? What do you got going on? Um, warring factions. Warring factions. Yes. You, you, that's battle, your favorite. It's a battle in my mouth. That's your favorite. It's a battle in it's your mouth. It's a battle in my mouth. <laughs> I feel the popping going on. I, I see a I lot of activity. Put shots in here. I see your cheeks going, like, doing things. It's kind of interesting there. Uh, Pete Molina, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Fishing for Hoplaments. And the description like is that. it's a hopped-up beer like pale ale. And I will tell you that... Uh, just put that, just anywhere. Put that anywhere. I'm feeling pretty hopped up, too. So. Yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> We've worked nightclubs together, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> So we'll, uh, I got I got to try something. I got to go out on the limb the next show. So I got to try something that I normally would never try. But so tune in next we, show and see what have the Jim opportunity. Does. You can you can hear me do it. What? And if Will that Jim drink? If that isn't enough to want to hear the next podcast we do, I don't know what That's to give you exactly. people. I really don't. I have no idea. We are going to do uh, a, a, a cool little exchange here because I, I came across 
uh, or Karen actually did. She told me about it, a TikTok video that a, a minister put out. And I don't know if he created the, uh, the four C's that we're going to discuss, but he talked about it in one of his sermons, and it's the four C's of parenting. And I thought since we're all now, we've graduated to parenting adults, we don't parent kids anymore, even though there's still moments, I thought it'd be kind of fun for us to kind of exchange our experiences based mm. on the four C's of parenting. So, come here. Come here. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. Come here. There's that four. four C's. Yeah. That would be the... That would be the four C's. 4.1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, but beforehand, I got a little inspiration to have some fun with something with you guys. Right. I know amongst all of us, we love movies. And uh, you guys, we, and I think for the most part, we kind of have similar tastes, but we, we do kind of go off the beaten path mm. with some of them that we watch. So, I'm going to test you guys... With last lines from classic movies. So I'm going to give you the line, and I want you to tell me the movie, okay? Whoever, whoever can guess it first, have at it. But these are last lines from classic movies, okay? First one, why she wouldn't even harm a fly. Um, why she wouldn't even harm a fly. The last okay. one? I'm going to guess. It's the very last line of this the fly? motion picture. I wish it was that obvious. I, I'm guessing it was help Nell. Me, help me. Nell? Nell. Okay. Why she wouldn't even harm a fly. Oh. Cat, oh. On, a, cat on a hot tin roof. No. Oh, I got it. Yes. Um, What's it? Uh, Black Widow. No. With, oh. Okay. All right. Dance Chance. Yeah, I, let me I, down I, a little bit. Psycho. Psycho. Norman Bates. Oh, the last line yes. of a movie. Really? All right. Next one. Classic lines. Classic movie. Last lines. Good. For a minute, I thought we were in trouble. Uh, Blues Brothers. We are failing. Famous, this. <laughs> famous, famous teaming of actors. Classic. For a minute, I Classic. We were in trouble. But, get, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kids. There you go. Okay. Good job. Good job. That was such a wow. good movie. Pete. Pete's one. The rest of us are zero. All okay. right. Next one. And I, if you guys don't get this, we're in trouble. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Ah. Uh, was that Silence one? of the Lambs. He's got two. You relinquished that. Jump in. He jumped in quick. There's money on the line here. What's wrong with you? Did you not know that? Did not know that. Each correct I, answer I didn't, is I worth. Didn't know, I didn't know you were taking money from <laughs> me for my incorrect answers. That's, <laughs> yes, that's the problem. You, I was 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, if you end up ass. with zero, you buy the next round. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> wow, thanks, but let me get back to you. Okay. I'm playing this game by golf rules. The lowest score. I want a mulligan. Yes. All right. Now this one might be this. Now this is one of my personal favorites, but this might be a bit of a challenge. Wait a minute. Did you come up with all these? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, this is this movie's based on a book, and the author actually celebrated a 75th birthday this week. The last line from the movie is, "I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12." Jesus, does anyone? Is that uh, Stand By Me? Good That's for what Dan. I was, I was just getting ready to say it, Dan. I'm Good so job. sorry. I Pete, said it the same time he Two, Dan, one. Artie owes us 20. Artie, yes. Uh, yeah, Stephen King, turned, Stephen King turned 75 this week. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure he'll write a 7,000-page book about it. <laughs> Next week. Okay, here we go. Next one. Classic movie, last lines. After all, tomorrow is another day. Um. Uh, uh, day, day after man. tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Um, That's what I was going to say. Day yeah. after tomorrow. Gone with wind. Pete gets three. Holy cat. <laughs> Pete Molina. I'm embarrassed. Well, he is That's the awesome. oldest of all of us, so he should know all of these. Uh, next classic Ooh. movie, last line. I'm an average nobody. I get to live the rest of my life a schnook. 
Joe Dirt. Nanook of the North. The guy that no. The guy that uh, spoke this line in this movie passed away a few months ago, sadly. Way too early. Great actor. Excellent actor. Roy Scheider? So you're close on the ago. first name. A little bit. Not Roy. Roy, Roy Clark. Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta? Yes. Movie? Oh. Goodfellas? Yes. Oh, that's, yes. I think at this was, point he, you guys yeah. have pretty much relinquished. living in a small town in New Jersey or whatever. Yes. Uh, I, I, hey, I, you do have nothing to do during he, the day, do does. you? Yeah. I, I pretty much like want to set six love, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> well, Wait, what is that you have written on your arm? <laughs> I know. He got, he got all the answers. All right. Uh, classic movie last lines. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Hmm. I'm the boss, I'm the boss. I'm he's the standing boss. in front of a mirror, lighted mirror, before he goes out on stage. He's put on a lot of weight. Doesn't look like he used to in his prime. Citizen King. Elvis? Famous boxing movie. Oh, uh, uh, Raging Bull. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. I the need, horror. The horror. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Ooh, Dan is on your heels. It's four to three. Already still owes us 20. <laughs> I'm just, right, I'm I just, I just can't find my prep. We got two more to go. Two more to go. So if Dan gets this and it's a tie, then Artie, it's all down yeah, to okay. one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, last lines from classic movies. I'll be right here. Uh, Little Miss Bitch. Remember that yes, movie? Yes, that was my favorite. It was Debbie Does Dallas. I'm going to yes. name every movie I've ever seen. Okay, so stop. So you've seen Little Miss Bitch and Debbie Does Dallas. That's I have great. no idea. You need okay. to expand your horizons a little bit. I'll be right here. I know you. Oh, E.T. There you go. It's a tie. Four to four. I'll be right here. Yeah. yeah. Well done. That's and pretty he good. Touches him on the chest. So, if he'd have done it in character, I could have got it. Uh, <laughs> ouch. All right, here can, we go. Can you get that knife here out Here we go. Ah. This is it. This is it. Four to four, Dan and Pete. All right. Man, Art, isn't this exciting? Can you imagine all the people listening to the podcast right now? Oh, yeah. I think they are the both they very, about? very oh, excited. They're both they're excited. Both on the edge hey. of the Dan's making a strong comeback here. <laughs> hey, I think we're making progress. I think all three of them are. So. Oh, okay. We've, we've, so we've increased our listenership by Things 50%. Are looking up. In Ireland, <laughs> I think. All right. Last line, classic movies, tied four to four. A man's got to know his limits. Oh, uh, I, I got it. I got it. And it's got to know his limits. Uh, Paul, Paul Newman. Oh, oh uh, no, it's, no uh, it's, it's, it's a Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Magnum Force. Uh, uh, Dirty Harry. Oh, okay. What a comeback, Dan. Dan. Man, I had, at least wow. I knew it was Clint Eastwood. They just couldn't I, I, remember I was sandbagging. One. I thought I it was wanted, a man I has to know his limitations. A man's got to know his limitations. That was fantastic. Yeah. But you said limits. Oh, that's why you didn't get it. That's why I didn't get it. Oh, I see. Because that was Cool Hand Luke, wasn't it? No. Cool no, there is a... We well, have a failure here. There is a... Cool what we have here is a failure to communicate. I don't think it's limits. It's not limitations. You sound more like uh, Struther, Struther Martin. Is that his name? That's okay. his name? No, you sound more like him. Mrs. Martin. Martin's little boy, Struther. Yeah. Oh, you know, we have uh, uh, some fun stuff we're going to share in an upcoming podcast, courtesy of Mr. Widgery. So I just want everybody to know... All right, then. Our, our man of a thousand voices, or well, I think, probably more I, than a thousand know, voices. I, I think adding 20, fun stuff would 000. be a great... Thing for this podcast. I don't think so. No, I've said that from the beginning. It. Well, then you'll have to go. I, yes, I do. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I am the least fun. No. Did you take your pill Dan, today? Dan is the resident buzzkill. I, I, I am the fun tunnel. The resident buzzkill. Hold on. Now, I got, if anybody remembers Dan's comedy career, you realize Dan Davis is big fun. That's yes, right. Big, big, big fun. fun. That's I have a, a question. big difference. How many, how many prescriptions do you take a day? Prescription drugs? I don't take any. Okay. How many do you take? Four. How many do you take? One. I take 
You take nine? Art takes nine. I only take four. So does Art win? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Art wins. Art wins, all right. Uh, Well, see, that's my problem. I I take too many. I I think the four that I take are way too many, and I think it's affecting my memory. Oh, what was your okay. Again? No, I was just wondering what's. Can what you remember you what they are? Yeah, I wasn't quite sure. So why don't you do something about that? Already? Yeah, why don't you quit taking? Because it? I need them. I'll, I'll pee all over you. You know, you don't want that. Maybe I do. And then you, you know. <laughs> that could be another episode. That's a yes. We'll do it from Art's house. Pete and Artie, a love story. Yeah. Yes, I have the answers written on his back. It's the scene from Horrible Bosses, right? When he he thinks he's hiring a hitman, and he's not a hitman. That was a great movie. I can't believe believe Dan won. He came back. He totally came back. back. You were up like four to one. I think we need buzzers. Buzz in. Dan, did you you cheat? Seriously. We'll do that next time. Yes. Okay. So I got IMDB here pulled up on my phone. Courtesy of the great... App TikTok, which I know you guys are all over yeah, on any given yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was on there a few weeks ago. It was the, uh, the four C's of parenting. So, just to kind of refresh everybody, anybody that's listened to the podcast, I'm sure still remembers they know we're all parents. We all have kids. And um, I'm not sure if, if I, I weren't have, a parent, no one could see me. Your kids. <laughs> but see, my, my Stefan is our oldest. Mm-hmm. He is 33. So, yours aren't that. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Yours is older than 30. He's older than 33, isn't he? No, I think Jim already knows. Already, we have to remember, you're on four meds. You already made it clear. So anything you say, oh, okay. Cannon will be yeah. used against you yeah. in this podcast. I sw- I my oldest is 29. Or yeah, older. He's, he's 77. Only two of them. My, my older <laughs> son is 29. I'll just play along with you. <laughs> he's, he's yeah, on, he's on Social Security yeah, 30 now. in May. Yeah. yeah. So they're close. Yeah. So I, I yeah. probably have the oldest. And all the rest are in their upper 20s. Pete, yours are still pretty young. 27 and 25. Yeah. 41 and 27. Oh, so you have the oldest. Yeah, with Monica. Monica. You never think that, though, because she sure doesn't look 41. No, she doesn't. And you would never believe she had no. six children. Yeah. No. She looks like a bodybuilder. I've had six children. Six children that she knows of. Whoa. <laughs> no. That was... Artie that was, that was, that couldn't quite decide if he wanted to give you dagger eyes. I think I wanted or, to come over and kick laugh. his ass. No. It was, it was, it was stupid. There's a long it line. It was stupid. There is a long line. This is why we have to be on YouTube Live, just That's so you right. could have seen Artie's expression. <laughs> oh I'm trying to figure it out. So it's the four stages of parent. Four C's. Four C's. Four C's. Yeah, the, four, right. the four stages, the four C's. Uh, number one is caregiver. I thought that was. Cons- I thought it was going to be conception. No, you're not a. Par- <laughs> you're not a parent. <laughs> That's not the first one. Well, that, it, it, I mean, actually, we would have to go back to coitus. I think. Yeah, for, I think uh, coitus. That, that, that works that, too. That has to come before conception. <laughs> you know, you could clearly tell brilliant. Pete's not the kind of guy you play board games with. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, Wait a minute. I, I am definitely you not. You can't you buy boardwalk for that. Right. No, look what the rules clearly state. So obviously, caregiver is the. Uh, the, the De- right. Dependent on you. Yes, stage. exactly. That, yes. So birth, babies, diapers, yeah, you know, feeding, whatever, bathing. That's so. What, I mean, so what would you say, uh, caregiver-wise? What's the what's the key to surviving the caregiver years, Dan? Bedtimes. Yeah. That, that stick it to it. Too, a, a right? big yes. A big moment for me uh-huh. as a young parent was when somebody pointed out, I decide when the baby goes to bed, not the baby. And it's like, wait, I got that. Gave me like an extra three hours a night that you you know you put the kid down at. Well, nine I couldn't o'clock, stand her parents that put them down and then may make everybody in the house shh, yeah. let him sleep, shush, shush, shush. Yeah. No, that child has got to learn that there isn't going to be noise when that goes to bed. That's right. I always, 
just that's, was so that's pissed. That's when Artie started practicing guitar. Uh, no, it's a shame he gave it up, though. I just couldn't stand it. Be quiet. The baby's trying to sleep. Well, let it sleep, and I'll scream. What about you, Pete? Babies can sleep. What's the question now? Caregiver. I get that. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> what are your thoughts on I, I caregiver? I was just talking about caregiver. The, the four Children. C's. Number one is caregiver. So we're just trying to uh, pick your brain oh. a little bit as far as that phase of parenting for you. Was well, there anything about it that you would recommend or uh, say avoid this, do this? You know, Dan had great advice on bedtime. Well, he already know, said have your kids sleep in the streets because all the noise. I didn't say could, anything. Well, I, I think. <laughs> I just commented on him. Somebody sounded like you talked. It Develop. wasn't me, you bastard. You bastard. It was not me. Great. Let's get Pete's Go answer. Go ahead, Pete. Pete? Uh, that's part of care. And now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Pete Molina. Develop a positive attitude because care, caregiving can be very stressful yes. and it can disrupt your life. So I learned that to adopt the attitude that I don't have to do this. I don't have to feed the kid. I don't have to change the diaper. I don't have to do yada, yada, yada. I get to. There you go. So if you get to, if you have that mindset, it Great. makes things a little bit more palatable. And probably yeah. what got our moms through it. Because think about what our moms had when we were babies yeah. that moms have today with babies. Car seats. With everything. The mm. toys, the elaborate stuff they have, the audio-visual yeah. crap you can throw a kid's monitors, way. Monitors, baby monitors. You know, for some people, it's it's mommy television, which is completely wrong. You know, let's <laughs> just sit the kid in that little walker and mm. right in front of the TV. Yeah. So I, I just have nothing but admiration for... Any of the moms that were moms in the, you know, for for, for our moms. Yes. Because nothing. Agree? Right? Yeah. I mean, you had to kind of keep them busy. Your, or, yeah. Well, I mean, you had to read your kids. Or yeah. Like, I remember my what a concept, on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember sitting on my dad's lap and te- teaching me how to tell time and a little clock there. I mean, mm. so, yeah, there weren't a lot of things that they yeah. could engage their children with other than <clears throat> personal interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I doubled huh. as a dash tray. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I had this big sunken spot in the top of my head. Your dad would put a cigar out? Or yeah, what? he'd yeah. just leave it there. Wow. Got a little burn mark there, too. Sorry. But it helped Artie develop the posture that he has yet today. Yeah. He stood up straight. Oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but Sorry, every time I he passes by that. that Swisher Sweets display, he has, like, PTSD. It's, it's, it's flashback. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it's not a good thing. No, he smoked, uh, what were those called? Cohibas. Cohibas. So the second one is cop, and I think this is the one that is the most uh, traumatic for parents because this is getting you through the teen years, Mm -hmm. through high school, I would say. Cop. 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 Caregiver. Police officer. Cop. Oh, I got a great story on that. Basically, it says you are the one that's policing right and wrong for the kid, or should. Should. You know, because we can all look at, you know, what ails the world today, the fact that kids, first of all, are growing up without parents or they're growing up with only one. Mm-hmm. And they've got to work multiple jobs, and they can't do what needs to be done to raise the kid right and be there in those critical moments. Yeah. You know, and of course, anybody that would say that's not one of the reasons we have the problems we do, you're being a little naive. But it's true. You gotta. You can't be your. You can't be their friends. No. No. That's not your job is to be your kids' friends, and I see that happen way too often. And now there'll be plenty of times when you can be your your kids' friends right. in later years, but not during. Years. Yeah, I think. It, what do you think, Artie? I uh, have a story. All right, I'm, this is not. Gonna, I'm not going to try to slow this down. But I remember one night I got up at about two, three in the morning, and I go and I heard something. So I went in the other back of the house in the garage and looked. Nothing there. Went out back. Nothing there. I went to check on. <laughs> see if she's okay. 
she's not in the bed. I said, okay, she must be walking around. So I looked all over the house, looked all over the outside of the house. She was nowhere to be found. My daughter was gone. She was gone. I'm going to guess she was around uh, 14 years old. And I'm thinking, and I wake up Denise and I say, what? Gone. I got to go find her. All right. So I think I know where she might be because there's a couple of kids' houses down the street that, you know, we're thinking about. So I go down to one of the first one I go to, I see a light on in the in one window, in one window. And I see upstairs, one of the far back bedrooms. I go and knock on the door. I ring the doorbell, knock on the door, ring the doorbell. Nobody's answering. So I'm, I'm going, damn, what do I do? I'm. I, I know this is the place where she might be, so I opened the door and it was unlocked. Oh! I look inside. The kid that one of the kids that lives there, one of her friends, is asleep on the couch. I said, "Hello, hello." Nobody's answering. So I walk up the stairs. The stairs, at the, the light at the top of the stairs is still on. I, I'm telling you guys, this is the truth. That might be one of the I dumbest things you've ever done. I walked up the stairs. I the first bedroom. I look inside, and there's the mother. It's a, it's a single family, single parent family. She's laying there with a mask over her eyes, <laughs> sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely out cold. Then I look down the hallway, and there's a light on under one bedroom at the end of the hallway. I just walk in the door, and I find two kids hiding behind a dresser. One of them was a boy that I'd never seen before. The other one was my daughter. Oh, my. And they're just sitting there. So I said, and she goes, she looks at me, and she goes, I'm busted, right? I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're busted. You're busted. I'm busted for breaking and entering. But this kid, I'm looking at him. I'm looking at this boy, and I go, I got right up, like one inch from his face. I go, I'm just trying to remember your face, you know, for when they asked me to identify a body. And then I left with her, and we went home. <laughs> nice yeah. nice job, Uncle Buck. Yeah. That was good. It. I like that. I mean, that's Other than a, that's not a having the drill, man, that was a that, oh, was a, that was awful. You know what? It was an awful I, night. I, I would guess uh, most dads would wish they would have something that clever to say. Some of them probably wouldn't have held back. Oh, sure. You know, that the oh, mom yeah. would have been awake. Well, the mom, I'm like, you that's know, crazy, we, should, right? we should have filed a lawsuit. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Totally oblivious. That's kind of scary when you think you about it. you got a 14-year-old girl in your house right. and you don't even know it. Yeah. At well, 3 no, in the morning. A, what if there's, like, other, something else going on? Yeah, exactly. Would, and there, that's the wow. thing. That's the thing. Yeah. There wasn't anything else going on. Well, that's, that's, good. that's, that's the, good. That's the big positive here. Well, and I think the, uh, the aspect of COP that you also have to, to pay attention to is at this stage of their life is when you learn to trust them because you're going to give them the opportunity to do things they normally never got to do. In other words, can I spend the night? Can I have an overnight? Mm -hmm. And then when they get a learner's permit, can I drive to, can you you ride with me? Let's drive to the store and get some groceries. It's it's a leap of faith at the cop stage. Exactly. That's a good word. Because Mm -hmm. this is their their bridge to early adulthood. So that's a tough part of parenting. Yeah. Because yeah. you've given up the best part of parenting, which is you've got them. Yeah. You know, they're totally yours. They look at you every day like you're the greatest thing ever. And then they become teenagers and they look at you like, I can't wait to get out of this yes. house, you know? Well, yeah. uh, you know, and another, because my situation is a, a little bit unique uh, in the sense that uh, my kids are, they're stepkids. Yeah. Okay? And, and I don't like that word stepkids. I, don't, I, I know, because you I, are. I too. To, to them, your dad. Yeah. And, yeah. and I don't, and I never use, I, if I introduce them to somebody, it's, hey, here's my son or here's my daughter. Good, good for you. The only yeah. time I will use stepkid is, is if their, their dad happens to be, you know, present. So, uh, you know, as, as, as a courtesy. But what's interesting is, so when you, when you take over as a stepdad, um, you got to be real careful on who makes the rules. So I, I learned this, and I'm almost, you know, I learned this actually from Dr. Phil's show. So, 
anyways. You can, you can all the laugh authority. at me later. Exactly. But anyway, so the, the deal that Kara and I always had was she and I would decide how we're going to parent and what the rules were and what the limits were, et cetera. The kids didn't know that. They all thought they were Kara's rules. And my, mm-hmm. my default position was, hey, guys, I'm following the same rules as mom, too. So let's just sure. kind of – because they're not going to – if I tried to be the heavy – uh, they're gonna, they're going to resent me possibly. Yeah. Yeah. If not, if you know, they're never going to really turn on their 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 natural parents. First so, of all, so that what time the, did you start? What time? Did, when at their what age were they officially your stepchildren? What age were they? Nine and eleven. You could have gotten away with everything. You could have gotten <laughs> away with you know making this is my these are my rules too. You actually could have, but it, it would Maybe. it wouldn't have served a good purpose. I don't. Yeah. Think. Okay. So, and, and it's and, I guess and, and I, I will tell you, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. And, I think and, it's a good strategy. And the don't kid, give them the chance to say oh, you're not my real dad. Yeah. Or, and yeah. they've never said that. They've never yeah. been disrespectful to me. I mean, sure, they've been a little irritated on a, on a few occasions, but you know, I think all in all, I get we, irritated we handle, with you on occasions. Yeah. So I can certainly understand that. Yeah. Every other Wednesday, right? <laughs> we all exactly. Do. Yes. Yeah, and we all do. We just don't make it public. So anyway, it's it's a it's a different dynamic, and and I. I'd like to think we handled it pretty well. It's a it, sure. it, it probably I would say of all the four the four C's the four stages is the most perilous stretch of parenting. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. because Early teens. it's a real make or break time because if you really screw the pooch here, you might have trouble for a long, long time. Yeah, if not a lifetime, and there may be a lot of regrets, some hatred, some you know who knows what. But there's there's so much to learn. You know, that's this is the stage where there hasn't been a book written because everybody's experience is different. Yeah, like yeah. you just said. You know, especially when it comes well, to it, there's that that balance between understanding you really can't trust them because they're not equipped to make good decisions in all situations. But also, if you make it clear you're never going to trust them, then you're going to get rebellion. I mean, you see all these movies, TV shows, whatever, where the kid's doing something they're not supposed to do, and mom or dad follows them in, and it's like, don't you trust me? It's like, well, obviously I can't trust you, because you're not where you told me you were going to be. But then you also have to let them make some mistakes. That's know, a good point. You're right. Within yeah. Lim- yeah. You know, obviously within limited boundaries, yeah. nothing, you know, life-altering mistakes. But right. let, and, and see, you see, you know, you were someplace you didn't tell me you were going to be or you went someplace I told you not to go, and there was it's, all, it's also it's, it's tough, too, because you also want to find that, that sweet spot where they feel comfortable coming to you with stuff, yeah. which is tough for kids because they don't yeah. typically want to. They want to go to their best friend or you'll hear stories where they go to their best friend's parents because yeah. they don't want to talk to mom and dad about right. a certain thing. And it's like, you know, when you when you get to that point where they can come to you with that type of thing, you've really done well. But it's how do you do it? I, I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah. How. I, I, we had a conversation with our daughter. I mean, she, I, on the way to the store, I had a conversation with her. She said, I said, you know, you got to understand something. If you got a problem at school, you need to come to me because I'm your protector. It's that simple. I'm your protector. Nobody else yeah. is going to protect you. And she goes, really? You're my protector? I go, yes, I am. What if a guy came up to me and said, hey, let's go get freaky? And I walked away from him. What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to come to me and tell me, and I'm mm. supposed to go out to the guy and kick his ass. No. <laughs> I said, basically, you need to tell me anytime you have a problem with that so I can help you, yeah. you know, get through it. Yeah. And daughters are so weird. I know you didn't have one. Did not. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, you haven't had one. You, you've got one, Pete. Yep. And got you've got one. one. Right. Daughters are a different animal. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I have to say that right up front. Daughters are a different animal. You yeah. have the same mm-hmm. formula. 
it's the same formula, but it's it's just a little different nuance. Not everything is black and white. With mm. boys, everything is literally, I think, black and white. Yeah, pretty yeah, much, I, I agree yeah, with literally. you. Literally, yeah, but, but daughters, but daughters are a completely different thing, and they and they, and they have nails, and that they hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so the third one is uh, interesting too, because now this is. This is uh, assuming you've survived the first two. Okay, you're not in a home. You're not. You're locked. You're not locked in a room somewhere, letting the kids go out on their own. Coach uh-huh. mm. is the third mm-hmm. C. So you have caregiver, and then you jump all the way to to, to coach, of course. Which you know, <clears throat> it, it, it kind of makes sense because yeah. once they're out, you're you're on the sidelines. You're, yeah. you're you're watching them, and you're there when needed, and you're going to find yourself. At some points, how come I haven't heard from them in a while? You, you go yeah, through those stretches, yeah. and you're like, but you realize, well, maybe, maybe because they, they're kind of getting a feel for this adult thing, and they know what they're doing, which mm-hmm. ultimately you should yeah. feel pretty, re- pretty good uh, rewarded yeah. because I, you've done good. Yeah. They're not calling you every few minutes, you know? Well, you know, here's the thing. With, 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 with a lot of it, and it's something that we didn't talk about in, in the first couple of the sacraments is church. I know this mm-hmm. sounds crazy coming from me, but church and, and having the, a, a moral backbone yeah. will really, really help take care of the coaching thing. It really will, because he, my son has a very good moral center. Mm-hmm. He really does. Doesn't act like it sometimes, but he never goes to the, he goes to the edge, but he never crosses that line. He That's never good. crosses yeah. that edge. My yeah. daughter was the same way. She never crossed that line because she had that that moral fortitude to say, no, this is not something I need to be involved in, something I want to do, I don't want to do this. And, 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 and strangely enough, I know, I know it's, this is not going to be a surprise to you, Dan, but as soon as he says no and, and not going to go there, his friends usually follow him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, they usually say, you're right, I, we, shouldn't, right. Yeah. we shouldn't go down that road. You know, it's uh, interesting that Coach is, uh, is on the list because I'm not so sure that Coach is a natural transition for everyone. I think you sort of have to earn that. Well, don't you think, too, Pete, and, and finish your thought. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think Coach also is inherent of who your coach was. So mm-hmm. your dad. True. How good of a coach was he? It's how good of a coach you'll be. I think that does have an impact. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for for better or for worse. Well, something so, my yeah. parents always said was, "We got to let them be adults. We got to let them. Yeah. We got to yeah. let them be adults." It's yeah. and, I, I, and being a, a parent of an adult that has that's having issues is really really hard. It is. It's yeah. it's the, it's harder than raising them when they were an infant. So it, what, it what, can be. What what were you getting at though with, with it being well, difficult? Well, if, though, you, if you created an environment, you know, through the early years where you you know they you had ground rules and, and you were consistent uh, yet yet firm and you provided a soft landing when they needed it and they felt safe uh, I think all those things lead up to the to the time where when they want some advice or some coaching or some feedback that you're you're one of their trusted advisors so to yeah. speak so That's uh, important. but if you've been a heavy you've been a jerk you've been abusive you're yeah. probably never going to get to that coach stage yeah, that's a good call because you're right. I mean, as you're going through each aspect of the four C's, it, 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 everyone's kind of dependent on where you were before, what you accomplished yeah, before, exactly. as you move on to the next one. The, the very last one, so again, the four C's of parenting. The first was caregiver. Second was cop, mm-hmm. which pretty much sums up teenage years. Then coach. Uh, then coach, which I would say would be 18 and up, 21 and up, or early adulthood and, and beyond as they maybe start a family or start a career and 
just start living on their own, basically. Mm-hmm. What's the, the last one? The last one is consultant. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. uh, that says, if your child comes to you for guidance, you listen to the situation, take all the factors you can, and then give your best counsel. And I automatically think of me sitting in an office in a mm-hmm. really cool black suit, sitting behind the table, and my kids come in, Dad, Father, I come to you for advice. <laughs> but remember that opening scene? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what the Godfather was. He was like the consultant. So yep. the dad is like that. Yeah. But that's on many facets. Yeah. That could be, hey, I need, I'm have the, the dryer's making noises. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or then it's, it's, or it's, no, it's, or it's, I can, a, yeah, I, I appliance you. repair, no. But you know <laughs> no, what I mean? It's not do just, do not consult me, in a, but yeah, you're, it's not just you're life right. lesson stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and that was the thing for me that was challenging is that, you know, I lost my father before I got married. So I did not have, you know, my dad was never in that consultant stage for me. And so it was, it was tough that I had to, you know, thankfully I had, there were other older men that, that I, you know, could follow their example and, and understand and yeah. things like that. But yeah, that's a very, I think that is certainly an important one is to pass along what you, you know, the, those, those things that here's how I handled that situation or here's. And not, not every, not every father's going to be good at that. And I'm, I'm yeah. getting better at it, but my dad was really awful at it. He had great advice. Great advice once I got into my 30s and 40s. I mean, great yeah. advice. But he yelled it at me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, literally, yes. know, and called me every name in the book for not knowing it. Well, no, no one taught me. Please don't do that. And very, seriously. Yeah, very few good lessons are learned when they're yelling. Yeah, because you know, it's, yeah. it's empty. I mean, I, that was I a, put up a wall a, all you hear is the yelling. Yeah. Exactly. Is that yeah. a southern dad? Yeah. Kind of? yeah. 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 I was raised by a white man that thought he was black. No joke. And it's a long story. So it's a great like the, story. Like As a matter of fact, I'm going to write a book about it. Well, no, it's the Steve Steve Martin and the yeah. Jerk, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was a poor black child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's deeper than that. Oh no no no! He, I he get was, it, and I'm not making fun of it because I, I yeah. get it totally. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he literally raised me as if he was a black and, man. And it's a story that I wish we, we and we'll have more time other times yeah. to talk about yeah. it because you, you don't do it justice. Just it's a, to, just it's a, a great story. Yeah, it needs absolutely. to be a book. It yeah. needs to be a book. Yes. I totally get it. But if people understood yeah. where you lived, when right. you lived, right. yes. in the community you lived, 1950s Memphis, Tennessee, they would totally get it. Absolutely. That's so much right there. So when you when you're kids come to you for uh, consulting advice do you give them absolute answers or do you sort of just frame a bunch of questions and allow them to reach their own destination based on your questions and insights that would be the best thing to do yeah yeah, I, yeah they that yeah. they have to get there on their own absolutely They'll understand it more absolutely oh Better. totally because yeah. once again it's no different than and we see this all the time especially if you've had kids in sports you see these parents that do the worst thing ever, and they try to live their life through their kid because mm-hmm. they weren't the, the best ball player, the great ball. My kid's going to be. They go, maybe your kid doesn't want to be. Exactly. You know? yeah. So it's yeah. like you can't, at some point you can't do that. Same thing with what you're pointing out. You, know, you can't tell them it, what their destination should be. They have to get there on their own. Hopefully you're giving them some decent advice how to get there. You know, mm-hmm. you're a good GPS. Yeah, I, I always told uh, the, the two kids, and I'm very adamant about this, is, you know, as we start to talk about what their careers might be, what their academic interests might be, how they might, you know, eventually earn a living. And I was very clear, I don't really care what you do for a living as long as it's an honest living and you enjoy it. What I will always demand is that you be a good human being. Yeah. Yeah, if you do those two things, right. 
you're going to be good. Keep it yeah. simple. Doesn't get to, it doesn't need to be too complicated. But good job, guys. I think good advice, you know. And then we've got a lot of folks out there that are probably like us. Their kids are older. They're still out there, but they still, they still need dad. They still need mom. Yep. And uh, just be there. That's it. Well, I'll tell you, this program can be therapy to a lot of people. It can be mm-hmm. therapy in a lot of ways. And it's, it's better than taking a pill because most of the time, well, it depends the pills, on the pill. The pills we have to take today, you know, have amazing side effects. <laughs> side effects may include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, headaches, numbness in the extremities, loss of appetite, weight gain, blurry vision, toenail fungus, uncontrollable giggling, cursing, euphoria, hate, cockeyed syndrome, nose hair loss, dry mouth, bile body odor, and erectile dysfunction. It's that cockeyed syndrome that I just that really, really that, have a yes, problem that with. That bothers me. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> You're like, okay, what, what, what are you taking this pill for? It's like oh all the things gosh. that it can do to you are you, what are you trying to avoid? The side I'm effects trying to avoid having another worse. job. Yeah, what you're trying to yeah. figure yeah. out. That's it. We're trying to figure it out. Appreciate you guys chiming in on those. Uh, yeah. And thanks for uh, the uh, stiff competition there with the, uh, the, the movie liners. Dan, oh, Dan I'm, Davis. I'm still ticked oh, off, Dan. Dan Davis yeah. squeaks out a victory squeaks at, out, the, yes. at the end. That was, I am uh, still stiff from that competition. Buy him a beer. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty. <laughs> I guess we know what pills you're taking, Dan. <laughs> pretty impressive there. That was pretty good. Thank so, you so much. We'll have some more fun next podcast. Thanks to Four Day Ray. Appreciate uh, mm-hmm. Brian and all the guys here and uh, gals because this uh, facility, Four Day Ray, this restaurant, uh, gastropub, brewery, is a, a must-see destination when you travel to the. Uh, ever-growing city of Fishers, Indiana. you got to make it a stop on that journey. And if you live here, I know you've been here many, many times and, and will be again because it's, it's, it's a good place. Artie, thanks for chiming in. Hey, Appreciate thanks, it. baby. I love it here. We will uh, definitely be checking on your meds before yeah, the next podcast. You. Pete, good to see you. Good to be here. I know it's a little traumatic for you with Roger Federer retiring, but you've uh, trudged through. You're going to be okay? Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's good timing for him, uh, a class act. It's, it, he is uh, he is the the statesman of tennis, uh, regardless of whether you think he's the greatest player of all. He is clearly the statesman of the game. Dan, hey, you know, six more hours of community service, and then I'll be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, we got to leave it right there, and we look forward to catching up with you again. Thank you for joining us on Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. (laughs) 